Welcome to the Brave Little Podcast. Coming from California, here's Aaron Alvarado and David Stauffer. Welcome to the Brave Little Podcast. <laughs> Joining me for this post-Oscars extravaganza is, as usual, <laughs> quite a slap fest. Uh, so it, much <laughs> slapping. <laughs> so much. Boy, that... that <laughs> That ceremony slapped. I'll tell you what. That ceremony <laughs> slapped. Jo- joining me from uh, from Burbank, it's Aaron Alvarado. Home of the Aaron. Oscars. Not really. Uh, Aaron. I'm sure there's multiple people named Oscar that live here, so yes. <laughs> Technically true. It's Aaron, close, you doing? closer than any of us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. How are you doing, Shannon? David? Like 75% of America, Aaron tuned in at the Oscars at the hour and 40-minute mark right when things got hot. Um, I would like to believe most people tuned in between the slap, as we're calling the moment, uh, and Will Smith's best actor speech. Because that, that was the moment. That, yeah. Everyone was, tuned in for that. Wasn't uh, there an NBC show called The Slap? Yes. Well, there will be Yes, now. there was. Is, there really, is that a real thing? Yes, that's a real thing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's going to be a... Shannon watched every episode. I did there, not. <laughs> there have already been so many memes, though. Oh, okay, <laughs> like, course. here it is. Uh, a remake I, of The Slap. They're making a six-part documentary on Peacock about this, and I will, re- I will revive my subscription just to watch it and then uh, cancel again, uh, just like <laughs> I did after the Olympics. Um, also joining us is our resident Oscars expert who tuned in from the beginning. Um, yeah. Not just after the slap, it's uh, it's Shannon Williams. Shannon, Hello. how you doing? Doing well. Turned well, in, tuned in for all the red carpet. Like I am oh. here for all of it. <laughs> so, well, yeah. uh, let me just ask right off the top. Then, I, was this year's Oscar ceremony good? Was it good? How how are we defining good? I'm gonna leave that up to you. I'm gonna leave that up to you. <laughs> I truly it's so I've already read a, a bunch of takes so many takes on this this morning I think I liked it more than the average viewer it for me it was significantly better than last year um oh, yeah but that's but the bar was very very low and yeah kind of reflecting back on it there there were some misses <laughs> so we can talk on that and probably like 50 50 there was some good stuff but there there were some wild times there were some wild times indeed. Now, you bring up a good point. Last year's was a low moment for the Oscars, which you can't really blame them. It was a weird year. The pandemic, movies did not come out, which is a weird time to hold a ceremony where you're awarding the best movies when a year where movies didn't come out. <laughs> that was but a choice. But it was pr- the, pr- the production last year was produced by um, or led by Steven Soderbergh, which I love that idea in theory. Uh, in execution, it was a mess of a ceremony. Uh, some of the winners I was grateful to see win, but it was a really disastrous broadcast. And they didn't even end on Best Picture. They decided to end on a bang, which was everyone's expectation that Chadwick Boseman would get Best Actor, and they gave it to Anthony Hopkins instead. And it was just incredible moment, truly cringeworthy moment. Did and you, you just yeah, just really loved special. Anthony Hopkins shows up this year. <laughs> like you yeah. couldn't be bothered to show up when you actually won or stood a chance of winning, but. Didn't showed even bother to show up, up this year. <laughs> Look, he's older. He, uh, I mean, I think he is uh, probably right not to travel at his age during the COVID uh, peak of COVID last year. 
But Fair enough. the poor guy has to apologize for winning the best ask actor Oscar <laughs> because everyone wanted it to be posthumously awarded to Chad. I just that was and Sir Anthony Hopkins. I mean, one of the greatest actors to ever live. But bummer, bummer situation that that uh, the broadcast funny. put him in. It was funny though. It it was funny. It was funny. Um, that's honestly that's the only reason I watch the Oscars. For me, it's like I watch the Oscars the same reason I watch NASCAR. I'm just there for the car wrecks. Mm. And we got the ultimate one. Well, I was going to say, they year. upped the funny this year in a way Hilarious. that I could never no have No one expected. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, heavens. Let's, let's, let's start with the hosts, though, speaking of funny. Uh, did it work with the three hosts? Who do we have? Uh, Regina Hall, um, Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer. Did they work? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I th- I think from the start, it worked better than I thought. I was very pleasantly surprised at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some funny... <laughs> I probably shouldn't li- admit to liking that bit with Regina Hall when she brought up everyone who supposedly hadn't gone their COVID test and it was just a bunch of really hunky men. And, <laughs> you know, she's like, let's all look at Timothy Chalamet shirtless because that is what I wanted out <laughs> of this ceremony. <laughs> so um, I thought she was delightful for the most part. Um Wanda Sykes had good moments and the museum bit was like I've been to that museum I think it's really cool we did not really need to see a tour of it where she made fun of it um and Amy Schumer was the worst of the three but not as terrible I think as anyone anticipated so I actually thought some of her stand-up was funny like I I'm not a huge Amy Schumer fan but I'm like some of her jokes some of her bits uh, at the beginning at least I thought we were like, oh, there's this some pretty good. I mean, I think she had probably good rumor writers helping. Uh, or, you know, I mean, usually mm-hmm. these people have, have writers. Oh, always. Rooms. I mean, that's always. how you have to do it. But uh, that's not a slight on Amy. Um, she's a, be, obviously though. a great stand-up comedian in her own right, would never steal a joke. But she, uh, some of her bits I thought were, I, I guess I was expecting the worst, and I was, like, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say yeah. it was overall good, but she had some pretty good bits. Um, Here, here's the thing. Like, it, my baseline is: is it better than when Billy Crystal used to host it? <laughs> so, I mean, if you can no. beat Billy Crystal <laughs> doing his um, his jazz man routine, which is, I mean, that is talk about problematic. Wow, that yeah. is one character that uh, <laughs> should have been retired many, many years ago. But anyway, I thought he was it was slightly better than that, a little more entertaining than that. So, in that sense, it was a win. Mm. It was a positive. The problem with Amy Schumer is she ended on the bit with Kirsten Dunst, <laughs> and that really left a bad taste in my mouth. Oh. And that's about all I remember, right? So, because it came me away with that. And you want to talk about? I I was Jesse Plemons and slapped Amy Schumer at that point. <laughs> like, let let's have all the spouses stand up for <laughs> for this their. This what's funny too is I, I really was considering that. I'm like, what joke does Chris Rock have to say? To get Plemons out of that seat and up there on stage, because that I want to see. Like I'm now, like I'm hungry yeah. for that, you know, like which yeah. is not good. And I felt bad for Jesse and and Kirsten because there was so much made throughout the evening about like, hey, there are spouses or significant others that are nominated together, like Javier and Penelope, and they'd stop there, you know. I'm like, yeah. What? Exactly. Like there was like two or three references 
where they would say it generally and give them as the specific example and never not maybe they mentioned Jesse and, and Kirsten and I missed it. But there were several times where it was said and I'm like, there's another couple nominated here. How come they're not saying that? What like and so maybe that would get Jesse out of his chair and start swinging. Um, but uh, but he seems like pretty even killed. I don't know what, if he's someone who would ever. I mean, did you see Breaking the does. final season of Breaking Bad? Yeah, yeah Todd from Breaking Bad. Kind of, that's yeah. what I want to see. Yeah, that, that is would... what I want to see. They but... just didn't seem it, it, like obviously it was a bit. They just did not seem into the bit or to appreciate no, no. the bit at all. And no. so I'm like, you you should have just stopped. <laughs> Now, I, I know that everyone, anyone that's tuning in right now probably wants us to just get right to the point to talk about the most horrific moment that happened on stage last night, and that was bringing out Liza Minnelli to present Best Picture. What are we doing at the Academy, okay? This is a legend, okay? Like an icon? Why do we keep doing this? Rough. Where it's like... Whose call was that? that we, was, we did this Yeah, with, that was... With, this is... We don't want to see our legends like this. I Liza mean, that's Minnelli borderline is, elder abuse right there. This is an icon who comes from Hollywood royalty. We want to remember her as that way. The people that are in their advanced years that really probably shouldn't be put in positions like this, the Academy just can't help themselves. We did it with Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty when they come out and present the wrong best picture winner, which is not their fault, but they were left there just not knowing what to do. It, it's terrible. Like Jack Nicholson did best picture several years ago and Jack's not in his prime. Okay, folks, <laughs> this is not Jack from Chinatown or even The Shining. And I'm just like, we don't want this. We want to remember the legends let's, and their peak, yeah. maybe. Like, bringing out... In general, I say, let's keep the olds hidden away. Let's keep them off our TV screen. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. We don't need to see them. We just don't need to see like, them. This, this isn't good for Liza. This isn't good for us. I don't know why... Funny, though. No, it's say terrible. That? Funny? <laughs> Although, someone launching it with me goes, is that Lucille, too? And doesn't she? She really gave some Lucille two energy. Oh, so yes, certainly. I, I can appreciate it for that. Yes. And she was having fun. You could tell she was ha like I'm, I was glad that she seemed happy, but she like clearly couldn't see the teleprompter or it was a, a bad angle. But like, or it was getting lost. And and Lady Gaga was there trying to like help keep it on track. But it was like already the ceremony had kind of gone off the rails and this was just like the just the cherry on top of that and it was like why did they do this and she like, was also holding like her script right you can yeah. see it in the picture and you could see in the back it said the oscar goes to and right below the fold i'm like there's the answer that you're probably about to wave in front of us i was getting a little nervous that they were about to ruin this picture again also, didn't they so. make a big deal about how like those things are sealed and they don't open them until they're on stage? And she comes out there with like an open envelope, exactly. which I'm like, uh oh, what did did we learn? Nothing. <laughs> like, but if it's already open, there's a chance here that that is not the right envelope. I mean, wouldn't that yeah. have been something? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes wouldn't so that have been something? Although uh, now it, I've seen um, some, I saw an article saying Gaga should host the Oscars. Which I think would be a good idea all around. <laughs> you think so? Do you, well, are you a fan of Lady Gaga? I I like all uh, the song and dance routine <laughs> from most. I actually yeah. very much prefer that, and I think she would get that. So I would definitely enjoy that if she did it as her character from House of Gucci. 
Um, <laughs> I would not an Italian that. character with like a Romanian accent. Like that's that is. Oh my gosh, that would be something. Can she co-host it with Jared Leto? Then this is the worst oh, idea. Yeah. Not that. As we work as as uh, Adam Newman. Um, that's what I would want. Yeah, I want Jared Leto no. as Adam Newman. No. Oh. No, I think Jared Leto's got to do one of his characters for every break. So after every commercial, he's coming back. <laughs> one he's coming at, back as Morbius. One he's coming back as uh, oh the guy from. Uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I won't go there. But I'm just okay. gonna say the guy. I'm from... not a fan of Jared Leto. Okay. So um, yeah, Jared Leto. He was not in the audience at this year's Oscars, which is one of the highlights, I guess. Uh, <laughs> shall Let's we talk about way. Chris Rock and Will Smith, and then we can get into what the actually break down? Yeah, the good if we have bad. to. I know a lot has been made about it. I don't have like a ton to add to it. I say that, then watch me say a ton after this clip that I'm about to play. I did edit it for content, so there's a few uh, a few words since this is a PG pod, Brave Little Podcast. Um, <laughs> Uh, the audio does cut out, uh, but not for as long as the actual broadcast. Now, when this played for me, I'm watching it live. I'm assuming, Shannon, you had a similar experience where the audio cut and then it looked like they rewound the broadcast or moved it to a different. Like, I thought my YouTube TV app that I watch live television through was like glitching out. Um, yep. So I rewound it like 10 seconds and then realized like, oh, no, this is the sensors trying to not only mute it, but like they're. They're, they're cutting something out. What is happening? Like Chris it was, Rock was so crazy. I thought we're canceling Chris Rock. Finally. It, yeah, <laughs> it was it was pretty nice. Of course, I think a lot of people's reactions were the same. Seemed like a bit. Yeah. Started to set in that it wasn't. Yep. Um, and so without further ado, for those who haven't heard this, the, the slap heard around the world. Uh, here Here it is. Can I say, so the angle of the camera when he goes up and does the slap, which was unclear if it was a punch or a slap, still looked fake because it looks, it almost looks like he stomps his foot with the sound and, but he doesn't. <laughs> um, and it looked, I, mean, I thought it was like really good. It was choreographed well, but still kind of looked fake, you know, and Will turns around and he's kind of got a smirk on his face, you know, like he's having a good time. Right. And even Chris's reaction initially is just kind of like, oh yeah, it's part of the bit. Um, and then of course you see Chris really out of, of course there's the yelling back and forth, which wasn't in my broadcast. Of course I had to rely on the Australian broadcast to <laughs> hear what actually happened. 
Australia. Didn't, didn't realize we lived in censored Russia over here, but yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's but, the last thing we last thing we need to see on TV is more violence. So. <laughs> I applaud the Oscars. So, this is for cutting that out. I love this. There's so there's a debate about that violence and and about. You know, there's camps that defend Will Smith here, camps that are defending Chris Rock. I, I've been very entertained by the dialogue that has in the aftermath of this. It, it uh, seems to me only like stand-up comedians are, are defending Chris Rock. Is that I, right? mo- primarily, primarily, I would say. I mean, that community certainly has his back. Uh, apparently, Jeff Ross, uh, Roastmaster General, was really disturbed by what he saw. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of hand-wringing over... I mean, yes, obviously... You know, you never want to slap somebody or be slapped. Yeah. yeah. But come on. I mean, Judd, Judd Apatow's deleted tweet yeah. about he could have killed him. Incredible. What are we talking like, about? This is the thing here. Like, this is what's insane to me. One is I don't condone violence at all. I think when you, if you can't control yourself in a moment like that, you really have to get up there and swing at someone that way. That's a problem. Okay. That's like yes. you, you got some stuff to work on. With that being said, he slapped a man across the face. People are talking about him being removed by law enforcement out of the ceremony. What are we talking about? Like, he slapped a man across the face. Shouldn't have done it. I don't condone it. But what are we talking about? People, like, this isn't, like, I, yep. I, like, I can't believe people think that this is this insanely violent event. Uh, it was uncalled for, and it was deeply irresponsible. Uh, but stop the nonsense. Yeah. Here. Like... But also, I mean, are we really going to call Will Smith a hero for that? No. No. I mean, he Kinda comes ridiculous. out. I think he comes out the worst out of this. Oh yeah, sure, for sure. Like, you can give, you know, you can say Chris, you know, uh, made a really bad joke he shouldn't have made. You can say that he crossed the line. All of those things. Um, you know, I'll be curious to see when, if, and when Chris releases a statement of any kind. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we know we did get an actual a statement from Will Smith. Will Smith apologized like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. So that's like hot off the press. And, you know, it seemed like he was like by the time he gives his best actor speech. Uh, he doesn't. He apologizes to his fellow nominees and the Academy, I think, or maybe the people in attendance. He, he specifically does not apologize to Chris Rock. And at that point, I'm thinking, OK, you know, he hasn't had like a ton of time to cool off, but he's clearly had some time to cool off. But if he's not apologizing to Chris Rock. Now he's probably not going to. So I just thought that he was going to stand by like what he did. But I imagine his publicist and his manager and all kinds of his legal team, I'm sure, they all were like, no, you, you got to actually apologize that this has to Shannon, happen. Shannon, is it, is it true that they could take his Oscar away? Did you read that? Am I, I, I heard something about that. I don't yeah, know. I did see an article about that saying that there's a code of conduct that mm-hmm. the people that attend the Oscars has to follow. I... I find I find it really hard to believe that they'll take it away. And the response to that was interesting because everyone was like, well, then you got to take away Harvey Weinstein's Oscar. (laughs) Like, think of all of the idiot men that did really horrific things. And and Weinstein have not. Woody Allen. You could go on and on and on with people who have done horrific things. Yes, sorry. Most of them are men that come readily to mind. (laughs) Only 98% of them, that's all. (laughs) I'm sorry, Uh, people. (laughs) Well, so I read an article that, and it wasn't even ironic. It was like being totally serious that like the Academy's bylaws, that code of conduct, you know, that they are governed by bylaws. And they looked into it. 
and nowhere in the bylaws does it specify um, no slapping slapping a man <laughs> and i'm like did it say serious? punch though because like, then we have say, a real debate on our hands it doesn't say you can't slap a dude on the stage so we can't really ask for the oscar back and i'm like laughing i'm like what do you like, think that's one of those things in the future though you know when you get a coffee and it's like caution hot now yeah. in the bylaws they're gonna add no slapping no slapping participants yeah. in the oscars everyone gets handed rules you know yes like top rules if you're if you're in the audience for the oscars and one of them one of the top five is going to be no slapping of any kind whatsoever i think what's going to happen is they're going to put up barricades to get onto the stage now like at a concert yeah there's going to be barricades there's going to be security guards have you seen the comment this is other commentary that's cracked me up there's these people that are like oh of course because will smith is rich and famous you know he doesn't you know there's no uh, no ramifications, no consequences. If that was me and I went up and slapped Chris Rock, I would have been arrested. It was like, yeah, yes, you would have been because you're a nobody who's not <laughs> supposed to be sitting front seat at the Oscars. Like, this isn't, what are we talking about? You just about? run in. Like, what? Start of, of course you would be arrested because you would yeah. never be front seat at the, uh, I don't care. Like, that's not, yeah. this is, you know, apparently the Academy backstage, the Hollywood Reporter released a, a, a play-by-play behind the scenes um, right after the slap and leading up to his, um, the best actor speech, and they were huddled around. Apparently, Chris Rock's man, Chris Rock's manager, was seated, silent, stunned. I guess just in complete disbelief. Will Smith's uh, manager and team were huddled with the Academy producers, having a, a who knows what they were talking about. But uh, the Academy was looking. There was a debate about whether or not to remove him from the broadcast, not by law enforcement necessarily, but like basically ask him mm-hmm. to leave. Which is insane um, and also would have only exacerbated the issues. Imagine them calling him as the winner and him not being there. Like, who accepts that award? Like, what, does Rock walk back out to take it? Like, what, what you know, Jada goes up? Who, yeah. who accepts? Yeah. You know? I think he should have been escorted out by only by past winners. So if you won an Oscar in the past, then you have the obligation to pull him out of there. Oh <laughs> so you got Denzel escorting him out so the by the Den- collar. Talk about Denzel, okay. who was not oh. even not even in the mix. He was nominated, of course, but had zero chance to win for his role in the tragedy of Macbeth. Of course, Denzel in the conversation for greatest actor of all time. I think um, most of us would agree. Um, so he. I love that he's just in the middle of it. He's in the mix. The, the tweets come out being like in a commercial break. He went over to calm down Will. It's like, of course it's Denzel. Of course he's the he's the cool voice to like get everyone's temperature down, talk some sense into people. Like it's just the most Denzel thing. And then and then Will references him in his speech. That quote. Oh, did he really? Yeah. He said he, he said yeah. thank you to Denzel for during the break coming up to me and telling me quote at your highest moment be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. <laughs> Is that what it said, really? Yes. Yes. Denzel said that That's to Denzel Will. Right At your highest cool. moment, be careful. That's when the devil Incredible. comes for you. He is, is forever, like, Coach Boone. It's great. <laughs> I love it. I love that so much. I can't even tell you. I wish oh. when I met Denzel, and yes, I am name dropping. I did meet him. He asked. Uh, he literally know, said that to you. To prom- I wish. Yes. Like when I asked him to sign this thing, you know, for those that have not heard the story, which I'm sure I'm, I've told dozens of times on the podcast because I'm deeply proud of it. Might be my best <laughs> moment other than getting married to Lindsay, of course. Uh, but I had a piece of paper asking my my prom date, my prom, basically my, my girlfriend at the time to go to prom with me. Right. So I have this piece of paper and I ask him to sign it. 
and to take a photo with me with him holding it. And he did. He obliged. This was in Manhattan. Uh, and uh, it's funny because he knew I was riding pretty high and he pulled me aside right as I started to say, he, pulled, he grabbed my, my hoodie and he pulled me in and he says, hey, at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. And I was like, thanks, D. Appreciate that, man. And I've been living by that ever since. Thanks, so it's coach. nice to see him give Will that same advice. I've been living mm. by it for a while. Everyone needs I, to hear that in high school. It's great that he knew, Denzel knew meeting him was your highest moment. Exactly. He's like, let's be honest. He just took one look at my haircut. Um, just took one look at my little. That, my, the fact my, that you were there with your mom. Yes. <laughs> in fact, I'm 17 years old going on a trip with cross country with my mother. And he said, okay, uh, this is definitely going to be this kid's highest moment. Um, <laughs> Let me anyway, put him in chat. Uh, <laughs> like, I Can just, I? Yeah. Oh, I was also just going to call out Lupita Nyong'o. So actually watching, I had seen the screenshots, but actually watching them back, her face. Hilarious. is so good. <laughs> I, it it, it was the best. It, actually, honestly, that was the first indicator to me that this wasn't an mm. overt bit, at least. I wasn't no. sure that it was real, but when it cut to um, Will clearly having yelled something to Chris, even though we didn't see him yelling in, in our broadcast, yeah. the look on Lupita's face was like, stunned, oh, shocked, shoot. horrified. Um, and it was like, she's not laughing. This is clearly a bit, but she isn't. she's not laughing at all. Is this not a bit? That's the very first time I really started to seep in that this was something unusual. Um, I don't like, think the Oscars could execute a bit that well. Is the no, thing. no. In fact, and you know, I'm ninety five. I'm at ninety five percent sure that it was real. There's five percent of me <laughs> seeing the Oscars now have this, you know, insanely good ratings, uh, especially the latter half of the broadcast. Uh, I'm assuming. Oh, um, they are not insanely good. <laughs> They're well, compared up to last, last year. year. Compared to last year. Compared to last year. I mean, like. Oh. But they, they, they have been so nervous about yeah. uh, their ratings because it's been a dumpster fire uh, yeah. for many years in a row. It's been just go down. And then last year, of course, as expected, was the very, lowest very by far. It um, is still the second lowest. <laughs> was it the second lowest? Ever. Yes. Oh, oh, wow. I didn't so we can't, we can't exactly say it's good. <laughs> yeah, I want to get the second half stats. So well, that, that, well now yeah, my conspiracy same. theory falls apart knowing mm. it's the second lowest. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> if, but, but like when any argument that it could potentially be a bit it, it had to like it, it's a bit that the oscar producers had no clue was happening right it had yeah. to have, it, it had to be something yeah. that was not not everyone was in on it right but it, it does seem to be pretty real at this point because i think you would say it was a bit um by now i don't think you would come out and apologize no yeah i don't think so um so now that we have that out of the way I do. Let's. I want to break down the highlights and the lowlights. Um, I will say, out of the gate for me, the fact that they decided to not announce some of the categories for some of the more technical awards mm -hmm. during the main broadcast, or, or at least show an edited version of it, was a terrible idea when they announced it. It's been the uh, subject yep. of much outrage, and uh, yep. I guess my I, I hated I hated the choice so much because there are so many important categories there. I mean, all of them are important. To some extent, I think the short films, like the ones that you can make an argument that no one really cares about, I still enjoyed seeing in the main broadcast only because it was the one time where you felt like normal people got up to get an award, 
like people and that Riz were genuinely one. <laughs> well Riz isn't ex- occasionally you see like the Kobe Bryant's or the Riz Ahmed's the famous you, people yeah. that you are, get some uh, good people well he won for a big category but yeah. but yeah no. but like the uh, usually with some of these the short live action film or short animated you just see people that are beaming being like we aren't supposed to be here getting yeah. Oscars and we're so and I love seeing yeah. that I love the unbridled love the excitement um, and so they cut yeah. that out my question is okay if you're going to well, put in edited down versions of this. You're saving however many minutes in the broadcast. What are you replacing it with? That's the main question. So how are you going to improve the broadcast? And for yeah. me, it was the moment that Wanda Sykes was giving us a tour of the museum that I threw my hands up and said, this is not worth it <laughs> at all. Even though she's doing yeah. bits and stuff, it's like, why are we watching a tour of the Academy Museum that a vast majority of the people I think watching probably are never going to see, I'm yeah. guessing. Um, and this is so we don't get to see the, the best editor, best cinematography, best yeah. sound. We don't get to see Hans Zimmer get an Oscar. Um, what, what are, yeah. For this? Yeah. I, it, that to me was insane. Um, I can't yeah. imagine they're going to be doing that in the future. I really hope not. Everyone definitely go to that museum because <laughs> it's one of the coolest experiences of my life. But yes, that was a stupid bit. <laughs> also, can we talk about my other favorite replacement, which is the Oscars fan favorite? <laughs> yes. And the uh, what was the other one called? Like the favorite scene, favorite oh, moment, whatever. Oh. And that yes, immediately it... became a bit the the flash enters that I have not seen <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League. And so I couldn't even tell you what that bit was. But well, well, it was like a cool, worthy moment. It was like, it was really, the title of the award was very poor, but there was like, oh gosh, there was two of them, right? It was like uh, most popular or fan vote for, or it was like best movie or fan favorite movie. And then fan, fan favorite, favorite moment, right? I yes. think that's what it was. I mean, that's like the MTV Movie Awards. That's well, not even, exactly. I can't <laughs> believe the they did this because, oh my gosh. One, just the fact that you're like, we're here to give awards to the cinema. Uh, but the movies <laughs> that people actually saw, we'll give we're you guys Zach this Snyder. cute little Twitter poll. You know, here are the winners of like the movies that were popular trophy. that people yeah. saw. Yeah. Stupid. So it's it's silly creating that class system of like you know these are the important movies and here are the ones that actually people went and saw and so we got to get next year they're gonna on. do best kiss I'm I'm feeling it oh I mean <laughs> seriously I mean yes it's coming right it's coming uh yeah and it's gonna be Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire from that first Spider Man but um, <laughs> <laughs> with the, the hero song playing in the background <laughs> iconic uh, but uh, the other thing was. Did they not consult with anyone that has a decent pulse on the internet to let them know how bad of an idea this was? Because there are armies of people and bots that will take over any poll, like a social media poll. And of course, the Snyder release the Snyder Cut folks, the hashtag release the Snyder Cut army. Of course, they got yeah. two Zack Snyder properties to the top of both polls. It was hol- it was it was the funniest moment That's of the night stupid. for me, easily. Because it was so f- ridiculous, like anyone could have predicted this would happen. Um, there was, what, what's that? Minamata is that a Johnny Depp movie? Yes, or? it's a Johnny Depp movie, which that I had, had not heard of before that, that moment. That was in the rankings. It was in the so like number stupid. four, three or four for the best movie. It was and Cinderella, ridiculous. like so bad. I have to say though, I was truly hoping 
so many people were voting for malignant <laughs> and i'm like if we're gonna make a farce out of this i yeah. really really wanted malignant in there because malignant was kind of awesome <laughs> and like wow. that would that would have been very fun but in a good way to show up the oscars for a really stupid decision but no instead it's i had to look it up it's the flash enters the speed force is the moment yeah. i don't know what the hell that I means couldn't believe i was watching <laughs> but... it I couldn't, I'm, I'm sitting there watching the flash start to go into hyperspeed or warp speed on at the Oscars. And I'm like, I can't believe this was allowed. Do I technically need to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League now to complete my Oscar list? Oh my gosh. Like, That's the thing is they do, they, what do worse. they get? They don't give the, do they even get an award of any, like an Oscar? I, I would love it if so. they did. I would love it if, if they if they call up Zack Snyder and they hand him two Oscars. Oh my god. <laughs> like, now. That's but they're filled so with chocolate. Bad. They're not real Oscar statues. <laughs> the Lego, the Lego Oscar <laughs> statues. It's oh. absurd. Oh my gosh. So oh. stupid. Um okay. Pre-taped bits. There were a lot of them. Yes. We opened with one. Now, usually under any other circumstance I'd say Opening with Beyonce is a just a grand slam of an idea, slam dunk. Look, can't, what can go wrong? It's Beyonce, okay? Except that was a terrible opening. Not a terrible <laughs> song, not a terrible performance. A terrible opening for the Oscars, though. What did you I think? think I had I enjoyed it. I think the problem was they should have done all of that live because when I was watching it, I'm like, well, this is cooler than the Oscars has ever been. Like, they're really trying something here. The problem is none of that energy could transfer because she wasn't wasn't performing it there. And that's the whole point is that you yeah. need someone to hype everyone up. So oh, Well, they it, had that in DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted someone to shout DJ Khaled from the <laughs> audience. Aaron, did you did you see this DJ? No, Cal I missed that part. Okay. Oh. He introduced the host. Oh, he really did. It, well, it, like for Aaron, real. It was it was unbelievable. Actually, I keep saying that, but what's weird is the hosts came out, and they were introduced. I think by like the speaker, whoever is like kind of the narrator. They come, the three of them come out, and then DJ Khaled interrupts them to come in to do the DJ Khaled intro. But it, like they didn't mix it well with the, whatever music was playing and his mic, and it was unclear what exactly was going on. And it was like, wait, is this a musical number? That's, but it's no, he's just going, and there's music, and then he walks off stage, and it was like really flat. Like it was bad. Wait, did bad. he did he walk out or did he um, go out on a jet ski? Uh, well, he, he, <laughs> did you ever see that video? Oh, I sure did. <laughs> lost in the middle of the sea oh, that awesome. <laughs> he tells his fans he goes on i think it was instagram live he gives he gives out his wife's phone number because he has no reception out there except for instagram live he can still stream he's like call my wife and tell her oh I'm my lost. gosh and it worked <laughs> yeah, I, funny moment. I would have loved if they kept bringing him out just to give like oh like for like you know right after the <laughs> that, slap, like a dj Khaled's like oh <laughs> another okay, one yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, yeah, well, so while we're on that track, who is the most random presenter? Because there are so many yeah, options. Yeah, so I, 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 I have, yeah, I'm going to hear yours. I certainly have. Well, 
I love Sean Mendez, but yeah. there was absolutely no reason for him Not to true. be at the Oscars. He had, at all. Not surprising. He has not sung a song that was Oscar nominated. Like, nope. he had no reason to be there. And he was paired with Tracy Ellis Ross, which made even less sense. <laughs> so, it, yeah. And she was, do- she was doing all the work. He was yes. there just, just completely just dull there. and just like no emotion, nothing. And she is doing all the heavy lifting, yeah. doing bits and weird. trying to, it was really awkward. Um, for me, it's got to be, oh gosh, I can't even believe that this happened. Tony Hawk, yes, Kelly Slater, and Sean White came out to present, what was it? The 60th anniversary of the Bond films? <laughs> they That's brought right. out a skateboarder, <laughs> a surfer, and a snowboarder to introduce Bond. Because apparently uh, Daniel Craig, Timothy Dalton, and Pierce Brosnan aren't alive. What are we doing? We have three Bondmen okay. that can maybe the, do this. What but the we? worst choice, I mean, that was a terrible choice. And then they have a Bond song nominated, and they do not use it to introduce the Bond song. So they had to, like, reintroduce James Bond later. It was really stupid. It was crazy. Mm. Now, yeah. there, was, there were so many. It reeked of them trying to appeal to a younger audience. Right. It was like we need to be relevant. We get Sean Mendez. Uh, it's like it's like the, it's like the president of the academy. It's like uh, get me the greatest uh, skateboarder and the greatest snowboarder and the greatest surfer. Exactly. Like, we need them all. I was uh, like, is Tony Hawk relevant? I mean, for my time, them. absolutely. <laughs> like for our era, yes. Sure, sure. But for now, like that's not the most. Famous. I will say, yeah. Jacob Alordi, like that's a choice. Like uh, that, the guy that was like ten feet taller than yeah. Rachel. Zegler. I don't even know who he is. Yeah, from he's from Euphoria and oh. also in all of the kissing movies. Yeah, haven't seen um, that. Yeah, I will pretend I haven't watched those. But I'm like, <laughs> that's the way I. It, that was a choice to try to pull in a younger generation. Tony Hawk is not the right choice. Like it, it was just very strange. It was so bizarre. And then once again, what are you using this extra time for that you cut out the category? Some of these categories I really care about <laughs> to do a tribute to white men can't jump. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! They, I missed that. They did a tribute to white. Aaron's like, should have tuned in earlier. <laughs> And Rosie Perez come walking out and they do a trip. Now, great. I love that movie. Don't get me wrong. And I love Rosie Perez. (laughs) I think it's iconic. I I love the idea of like, it's bizarre because it was nominated for exactly zero Academy Awards when it came out. So the, I mean, if anything, it should be the Academy, like they should be blamed for this classic, not getting any recognition. um, They should apologize. Yeah. I would would love, that's what I would love. Honestly, a segment every year where the Academy has to apologize for something they got wrong in the past. That's a great idea. Like a makeup Oscar. There's one every year. Okay. I know we gave Scorsese one for the departed, but we bring him back out for Goodfellas or taxi driver. Right. And it's like, all right, when we get one every year as a makeup Oscar, we messed up. But with some time and perspective, we realized you truly did make the greatest movie or you gave the best performance or whatever it might have been and, of that year. I'm all for that. And they take the Oscar from the person who shouldn't have had <laughs> they have to, it they have to show up. It. Yep. And if they passed away, their estate, their, their kin, they have to arrive with the Oscar and give it <laughs> yes. back or melt it into like a gold molten, you know, like substance. Oh, wouldn't it, it, w- wouldn't it be uh, ironic if that makeup Oscar was on the broadcast, but the best makeup 
Oscar was not on the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new makeup Oscar, and it's not what you're thinking. <laughs> That's awesome. Tune into our Twitter. We'll be tweeting the actual winner of the best makeup. Okay, <laughs> while since you mentioned melted Oscars, though, do we is Sean Penn going to video? I want proof that he's melting his Oscar. Did you guys hear about that? that one? No. Did he, cl- did he claim he did? No, so he he said if um, they didn't have the Ukrainian president show up on the broadcast, oh. he was going to melt his Oscar for milk. He specified which Oscar it would be, <laughs> and now I want to, proof. <laughs> he should have gone to Ukraine and presented his milk Oscar to the president of Ukraine. Yes. <laughs> There we go. Say, sir, this is your shot. What is Sean I'm, doing? I'm kind of glad. I mean, okay, we should talk about that too. Their tribute was really strange. The one but, to Ukraine? Yes. Yeah. But I don't know that there was a way. It's the Oscars. Like, it's kind of a silly. I love the Oscars, but yeah. like, they're not all that meaningful in the end, right? Whoa, whoa, like, don't it's. Tell that. <laughs> well, tell them that. Yeah, tell them that. What did you think? For me, honestly, I was going and expecting we were it was going to be a Ukraine-filled night, like references, Mm -hmm. tributes. It it was not very little. (laughs) Very honestly, it was Benedict Cumberbatch's pin. Yeah, yeah. I thought the the and Mila Kunis. (laughs) What'd you say, Aaron? I thought the Azov Battalion was going to stop. Stop. Yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's part of the denazification of. Uh, yeah, I guess so. The, we need I to do that to so. the Oscars, honestly. But um, oh, I, th- I thought that was the whole point of them changing the uh, the voter requirements. <laughs> that was the that's yes, that was the, that Oscars. was the idea. That was the idea. Uh, Did you oh see gosh. some of the anonymous ballots? They have not succeeded in that yet. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm so glad that they published those because I they're so fun to read. I mean, they're horrifying. Like, oh, they're horrifying. so many racist people still great. This is fun. Oh, it's a, I mean, riddled with problematic folks. The academy is it's a problem. Um, I I have one more thing to say though about the Beyonce opening. I I I need to circle back there. <laughs> yes, I will say this. Because I don't want anyone to think I'm disrespecting Beyonce. Um, I love the idea that she would rather do the musical number from Compton than at the Nokia Theater, you know, in Hollywood. Like, just the idea of being like, yeah, it's this ritzy, big old theater in the rich area. Like, no, I'm going to do it where, you know, real people live, you know? Like, so I I actually really like the idea, um, I guess, in theory. Um, Even if you needed her in the room to really bring that energy up because DJ Khaled did not do his job very well <laughs> yeah. at all. And um, none of the none of the other musical performances really did that either. Yeah, um, what was the best in your opinion? <laughs> I don't I have to say I was excited about Reba being there. Because yeah, I sure. grew up on country music. I mean I think she did good. That song is just okay, but I'm like, oh Reba, like legend. Um, Billie Eilish was fine. That song is really snoozy, though. Like that's it's no one's fault. It's just none of the songs. I guess the Encant the Encanto song, the first one that they did. We don't talk about Bruno was very weird because they added in an extra rap part, and when oh. Mama Miranda wasn't there because his wife got COVID, and like I don't know that that was all weird. But 
anyway. The I have one more weird presenter. Or oh, it's yeah. not even about the presenter. The presentation. <laughs> I'm for they, it. They bring out Diddy. Now, he was the first person to come out after the slap. And I do think that he did like really well per, given the circumstances, like calling sure. out the whole like uh, Chris and Will, we're going to, you know, we're going to solve this like family or whatever he said. Like he had a good quip there. And then he proceeds to introduce the Godfather. Now, I have no real problem <laughs> with Diddy doing that. I mean, I, I could think of at least three more appropriate people that were there that were, <laughs> that were on stage uh, right after that that also could have done it. But yeah. my issue was with the actual montage. The Godfather is sacred to me. I think it's the greatest film of all time. Uh, I think it's the most iconic film of all time. You have so yeah. many moments to cut into there to make me feel all the feels whenever I see any type of like cut montage of the Godfather films. And you're just like, oh yeah, this is this is filmmaking at its greatest. This is acting at its greatest. This is music, cinematography, directing, writing, everything. It's just the best. And it was played to this song, hip hop. Like it starts with the theme and then it goes into this hip hop verse and it was like not really matched well to the footage. And I'm like, oh, who cut this? Like, aren't you guys should have the greatest editors at your disposal. <laughs> How is this the montage? And I, I might be nitpicking here, but it really mm. felt weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I was gonna, Aaron, you didn't see it, did you? I missed that. But it sounds like they pulled. It sounds like they pulled that from like YouTube. Like a fan really, made that. I'm absolutely. And it I included mean, too much Godfather Part Three. It, it really was insane. It's like much I would have left it. Yeah. I would have left out all part three. <laughs> well, all you need is the, if you're going to include part three, because mm -hmm. Coppola is in the building and you kind of have to like play along. Sure. That's like part sure. three was okay. nominated for best picture. Like no one thinks it's good, but like <laughs> we have to, you know, Coppola is a legend. So we have to have him believe that we think it's, it's, you know, right up there. Yeah. But just the one scene of him going right when I'm out, they pull me back in. Yeah. You know, the, that, that's the iconic yeah. scene. That's it. There was like Andy, there's like four or five clips of Andy Garcia, which I, I was reminded that he was in a Godfather movie because it was like, oh, there's a, wow, they keep showing clips from three. What yeah. this is, whoever cut this hasn't seen the movies. I can tell you that. And lots of Sophia, who I love, but just not in that movie. <laughs> so. um, oh. <laughs> all right. Enough negativity. I want to go. <laughs> I want to go to the highs. Uh, <laughs> Shannon. Give me some of your highlights. What were the best Ooh. moments of the broadcast? Can I just start? I'll start with my favorite. Troy Kotzer, Yeah. Who I have been, I think even since seeing Coda in January of 2020. <laughs> at, no, 2021. It hasn't been that long. Time is meaningless. Um, he He's the best part of Coda by far for me. And the part, I wish they had shown the scene where his daughter sings to him. Cause that instantly brings me to tears. <laughs> Just incredible. thinking about it, it brings me to tears. Um, everything about that whole part was so sweet because you had, I'm totally going to mispronounce her name. The actress from Monari who won, won last year um, yeah, reads Jackie, it. Yeah. She has this very sweet, like, I, I'm worried I'm going to mispronounce someone's name because <laughs> English isn't my first language. And then she reads it and signs Troy Kotzer's name to him um, and then reads it. And then she can see he wants to do a speech and she, like, grabs the Oscar so that he can do his speech. And she's just looking up at him admiringly. And it's very, very cute. 
Um, and then he proceeds to give like the best Oscar speech I've heard in years, <laughs> um, which they let him go on a little long. But I, I was like, you you could have done like 10 more minutes of that speech and I would have been captivated for the whole thing. Um, he yeah, he thanked everyone I think he could think of, but it was so touching and lovely. Um, he's just I don't know. He's just got a really good spirit about him um so that that was absolutely the like top high for me yeah i mean i'm right there with you it was easily the best moment of the evening Mm -hmm. i was thrilled everything like i mean you laid it all out yeo jung yoon Mm -hmm. going up there and talking about how she didn't like people mispronouncing her name and now she realizes reading these names that she's going to struggle pronouncing them and apologizing in advance but seeing her reaction open the envelope and she kind of like oh like you could tell how excited she is and then she puts the envelope down to sign it and then say it uh, instead of the other way yeah. around, which was totally, yeah. I mean, that was obviously the appropriate thing to do. Yeah. Um, I loved, like you said, she steps to the side and the the kind of the stage hand, the person that's kind of there to like help people kind of get off or guide yeah. them. You see the, 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 the young man kind of trying to like reach Bouncing. for her, like, oh, let's pull her yeah. away from the microphone. But then he realized like, oh, she wants to, she wants to sit like, there and watch. Him. Uh-huh. And then so, you know, he steps back out of the frame and she just is turned and is beaming with joy and pride <laughs> in a way that was just like you could feel mm-hmm. it. it was genuine. She yep. was so happy for him. You could tell she like just the admiration, the look in her eyes, the, the fact that she stopped to like reach to grab for the Oscar knowing that, you know, he's going to yeah. need both of his hands to be able to give his speech, like yep. just all of that stuff. And maybe she was given a heads up beforehand to do that. I don't know, but it seemed like organic. It was moment. still very sweet. It was amazing. Yeah. It was yeah. sweet nonetheless. And yeah. seeing her reaction was, it was special. She was just so happy for him. And then, like you said, he right. gave the best speech. I wasn't even close. So uh, good. I was nervous. They were going to play music. And I thought like, no way. They Please cannot don't. do this. But then, can you, you know, imagine? I well, I, you know, I can. So I, actually, I actually can. Oh. Like it wouldn't. It would outrage me, but it wouldn't totally shock me if yeah. they had started the music in because I've seen them do it um, in situations mm. where you're like, "How are you not reading the room here?" Like, well, and he, and he wouldn't know. <laughs> like, well, that that's too. the thing yeah. too. You that too. Well, they would that, that would be the most Oscars thing there. ever. That would, is the, that would yeah, be the yeah. worst. <laughs> Uh, oh, that would be terrible. Um, uh, yeah, that was yeah. great. And ever and everyone doing the the sign for applause for both that yeah. and the best picture win was yep. just lovely. Um, I'm sure everyone was probably coached on that a little bit, but like that was still just really charming and nice. Yeah, I was well, glad that movie won. <laughs> me I too. I was excited by the end. I did you I want kept... it to win more than Power of the Dog? I, I think I finally came around to, I mean, is in terms of like what I've watched the most of any nominee, it's, it's definitely CODA, like, because it just fills me with joy. And usually that's not, I look more at the effort that went into the movie, I think a little bit in the craftsmanship. And I don't know that it's quite on the level of some others, but like, it, it brings me such joy. So for that reason, like, why not give it an award? Yeah. <laughs> but Anyway. He was so good. Um, yeah. I, you know, I listened to a podcast with Jimmy Kimmel this morning. It was actually late last night. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, of course, has hosted the Oscars twice and famously hosted that Oscars where the, the wrong best picture was announced. And he was up there trying to manage the chaos. And so uh, Bill Simmons on The Ringer uh, brought him on to his podcast last night to ask him 
how he would have handled uh, that moment if he were hosting this year. And Jimmy was very complimentary of the, the three hosts last night. You know, he knows how difficult that gig is, and he felt oh, like yeah. they did a really good job considering the circumstances. He said that he would have demanded the to the producers to let him back out on stage earlier because they didn't you didn't see Amy Schumer for a while. And then when she came out, she had a funny quip about it. But right. like it was a while before we saw the hosts and Jimmy was like, I would have never allowed that much time to have passed before I could get out there to do something. <laughs> and he said that he would have gotten out there and said, wait, and he would have pulled these sign language interpreters on stage to say, wait, we need to explain to the cast of Coda what just happened. Which I mean, I feel like that, I don't know how well it would have landed in the room, but it w- certainly landed would have landed well in the Stauffer household. I would have found it pretty funny. Uh, as I'm sure the cast of Coda probably would have too. Um, I think slaps translate. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, I think they uh, had a pretty good idea. I guess well, they, my idea was if, uh, what's his name, Troy was running long, they would have just sent Will Smith up there to give him a little tap on the chin. Oh, him, no. Let's wrap it up, Chief. Let's wrap it up. They, oh, no. Can you are, not to come back around on this, but, like, there's – absolutely more than one joke at next year's oscars about this right like not just one but probably uh, multiple jokes too many there too many. has to well, yeah. be <laughs> there might be a reenactment. i was gonna say there's going to be an actual sketch i i honestly believe this yeah. i think that they're going to yeah. have like this fake slap thing and everyone's gonna try and laugh and get past it uh, the, the problem is is oh. they're gonna try and have that be chris and will Right, they're gonna try to bring them out to, to do it, and there, there's no way. I don't think there's any I way that either not. of them are gonna do it. Yeah, they better. I hope not. Ooh. I hope they do a uh, remake with uh, what's what's Will Smith's son name? J- Jaden. Yeah. Yeah, Jaden. You want Jaden to do another remake? Uh, well, yeah. After the Karate Kid disaster. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, I forgot that existed. <laughs> Thankfully. Oh, uh, they bring goodness. out Jaden and Jackie Chan. And be like, oh, I don't know about this. Um, this didn't work last time. Yeah. Come uh, back around to good stuff. Yes, sorry. <laughs> There's so favorite? much I want to go into on that. Now, okay, so outside of Troy, who I think I, yeah. I'm with you, best speech. Well what, what were the other great speeches? You know, what are the highlights when it comes to the speeches? Oh, um, I, I know you both probably feel differently. I was very excited about Jane Campion winning. Um, she had a speech prepared and she kind of even acknowledged like, I'm ready this time. I blew it the last time I did this. So I'm, I have something prepared. Um, and I thought it, it was thoughtful. She is only the third woman ever to win the Oscar for best director. Like I'm thrilled that there were more women being represented there. So that was nice. Um, I'm glad that movie got at least that one. Um, because even though it, it's cold. I really liked it. I, I think it's it's a very inc- it's an incredibly made film. So that was good. Yeah, I'm trying to think about. I, I, to be clear, I'm really happy she won. Um, yeah. <laughs> she was Paul Thomas Anderson nominated in this category. I knew he had. No- yes. Yeah, he was. Right. Right. <laughs> I've. I think so. Steven Spielberg. No, Spielberg. he. Was it Kitty him or was it? It's amazing um, that I don't even remember. But was regardless. it him or Kenneth Branagh? I feel like it was Kenneth Branagh that was. Oh, okay. Only one of those two. I don't. I'm looking. Well, either that. way, I, I, <laughs> I certainly picked her on my ballot. Uh, she is deserving an Academy Award, even if I didn't love *The Power of the Dog* as a story and a movie. 
it was still expertly crafted and made. The performance is certainly I admire. Um, and yeah, again, even though I found it to be a, um, a little bit of a snooze fest, she is absolutely <laughs> the caliber of an Oscar-winning director. So get, like oh. giving her an Oscar is great. I'm 100% for that. So I, I, I was, even if I don't love some of the comments she's made on the in the awards circuit, uh, I am she's absolutely deserving uh, of, of the trophy. So what was, that, uh, nice what was Sam Elliott's response to that to her winning oh. award? Haven't yeah. heard. I hope he he says nothing about it. So I, I defend Sam Elliott because he's a fellow Sacramento native, and I love my Sacramento natives, like Jessica Chastain, who won last night. So after seeing Ooh. Brie Larson get the Best act, uh, Actress Oscar, also Sacramento native, and then seeing Jessica Chastain, so now I'm, I just need Colin Hanks to step it up. I don't know. And we sure need Greta. 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 Oh, way before. Yeah, Colin is Greta. And, uh, um, who's the, who's that director from Sacramento? Uh, Joe, Joe Carnahan. Carnahan. Yeah, Joe Carnahan's got to win. He something. directed one movie this year that got decent reviews. Wasn't going to get nominated for an Oscar, um, and I I can't even. It was like Cop something. I don't remember. Um, I know Cop Shop. Cop Shop. That's but what it was. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I recently watched The A Team, which is directed by Joe Car- Carnahan. Couldn't even make it into 30, 30 minutes. Deep. Was it eight? You said the A team. A team. Yeah. It's bad. Terrible. It's bad. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. He came to speak to uh, my video production class in high school, uh, and it was like so exciting because it was like this Sacramento-based filmmaker yeah. who just made the movie Narc, which had gotten. I, I love that movie. Yeah, I love yeah. Narc. So it was like really exciting. My video production yeah. teacher had some sort of connection, and he came in and spoke, and we were like, "Oh, this guy is going to be the next big thing," you know. And then, then he did Smoke <laughs> and Aces, and I mean, he's made a lot of money. Oh no doubt he's he's made a living. He's been successful. He's been successful. Movies, no doubt. Eh. Uh, What's one with the wolves that he made with? Oh, Liam the gray, Neeson? the gray with Liam Neeson. The gray, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Frank Grillo. Anyway, he's not going to get an Oscar. Uh, not, in, not in his <laughs> lifetime. Not in my lifetime. Um, anyway, um, sorry, I, I digressed. Um, Oh gosh, I got on my Sacramento thing. What were we talking about? <laughs> I think speeches. other good wins. We should talk about Jessica Chastain since oh, you yeah. brought it up. I I wouldn't say I was rooting for her to win for this performance, but she did. I Biden. She looked awesome. She's a great actress. I'm glad she has an Oscar. Yay for her! <laughs> and I think she came around and like tied Tammy Faye into it in a way that made sense because weirdly enough I feel like Richard Williams and Tammy Faye are both very I don't know how to feel about them even after those movies I feel like they're trying to get you on their side and both of them I'm like you're complicated people (laughs) but she did a good job of saying like that's why that person meant something to her so yeah Yeah, it's fascinating that idea like I love the idea that we stop you know making these people heroes like I, i'm way more interested in in the gray area right. more complicated like most maybe even like mostly good but definitely has issues you know like i feel like right. tammy faye and and uh richard williams are great examples of those especially yeah. the fact that the movie king richard clearly had no interest in featuring real life uh richard williams in any of the actual press coverage or any of the like war campaigns. that man was not anywhere to be found in interviews and that was by design obviously Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, it, 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 in the movie, I think does it. I mean, it definitely leans on the making him a hero um, more than maybe it should have. But it, it at least tried to be paint a little bit uh, more of a nuanced uh, picture of his character and how kind of crazy he could be. Um, 
but yeah, that Tammy Faye thing was interesting because I have not seen that movie. But the way that Jessica talked about her, I was like, oh, she's talking about like she's a really good person. Did I miss the point of the movie? I thought she was like, <laughs> uh, the like part of a well, televangelist like scamming family. What is totally yeah. in that in that space though? I mean, she said that they don't take kind to the LGBTQ community. Right. Like a lot was made of how Tammy Faye kind of reached out to that community and brought them in. And so I was like, okay, that was, that was very Yeah. Nice. She wanted their money. So. Yes. <laughs> that, <laughs> Probably. Was the, that was the reach out. <laughs> I'm saying very complicated. Sure. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Jessica Chastain does a very good job for what she's supposed to do. I, I hate that we keep, keep giving Oscars to performances that are so big and it's like a caricature and there are parts that are not that way. And she tries to give her more depth, but I just wish this Kristen Stewart should have, (laughs) because that, that could have easily been like a caricature and I didn't feel like it was. was, (laughs) So I was thinking about that. It's like, I couldn't imagine anyone else playing in that move in that role. And then me sitting there and actually enjoying the movie. Yeah. Um, whereas, I mean, her, she was so good in it that it's like, this is a good movie. Yeah. You saw Spencer? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. I actually kind of liked it. But um, it's weird. Anyone else? But... I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if anyone else could pull it off. She was nope. just that good. So I need to see it. Uh, you got to see is it. it. Is it Paolo Sorrentino that directed it? No, it no. was, um, darn it, who's the guy that did Jackie? He did Jackie. Oh, you're not wrong. He, Paolo Sorrentino had a movie nominated for international oh, film that was really great though that whole again that whole category was so good <laughs> everyone should just watch oh, Pablo all. Lorraine Pablo Lorraine yeah. right thank you yes close um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm also tired of like well I'll say this Jessica Chastain so happy she has her Oscar finally I think this is her third nomination um, I'm tired yeah. of, and I know the Academy does this so much they for just <laughs> They're giving Oscars to the right people, but for the wrong performances. Not to yep. say that Tammy Faye wasn't a good performance. I haven't seen the movie, but um, she's deserving of an Oscar. That's great. But we're not giving it to her for her best work so far. No. And that happens far too often. Yep. Um, now, there were exceptions to that. Troy Kotsur got it for giving the best supporting performance mm-hmm. this year by far. Like, and it was not a makeup. It wasn't anything like that. It was That was great. I love seeing that. When the Academy can actually recognize and award people when they actually achieve greatness like for the, the their highest or, or you know for great work too yeah. often it's it's the you know yeah. like you could say that about will smith even though i do think he did a good job in his performance is this a yeah. makeup for ollie is it a makeup for pursuit of happiness for those who thought that was yeah. good yeah. um <laughs> i'm curious i'm gonna this question for both of you what is will smith's just honestly his best acting performance in movies like, i what, robot Okay. Yeah. yeah. What did you say? Uh, I, I robot. robot. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, the, the scene when he sneezes, <laughs> he sneezes and says he's allergic to BS. Yeah. That's probably oh. that would be the real. You know, that's playing with his nomination. <laughs> no, but like, if you were to give, if you were to like look at the body of work in this case of Will Smith and give him an Oscar, what movie are you awarding it for? Don't say Seven Pounds. Not considering that one. <laughs> 
the thing is, I I like him better when he's just super charming. So like mm. Men in Black, and, like or I Hitch. would rather see or Hitch or like he's I would good. rather. I'm I'm kind of serious that like I would rather see him in that mode oh, than yeah. the dramatic mode. Absolutely. So how about, how about Bad Boys One? So I'd say he's... Bad Boys One or Two. I, you could talk me into that being like <laughs> yeah. that's Will at his finest. I mean, like he's yeah. so good. Like, Incredibly charismatic. The Independence Day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You got a lot of options. I know that those aren't Oscar movies. But so. instead, we make him put on short shorts and like <laughs> push around a shopping cart full of tennis balls for him to get the trophy. It's mm. like this isn't. What are we? This yeah. isn't. I mean, Will's a good actor, but it's just silly that we they, they have to take these roles as real life characters, or they have to do these major body transformations in order to get recognition. It's absurd. It is. Um, uh, while we're talking about the acting, though, I have to yeah. say Ariana DeBose, yay! Like, hooray for that win all around. That was and a lock, right? To oh, totally a lock. And two Anitas get Oscars, like awesome. She mm. her speech was also very good and made me tear up. Um, first queer Afro Latina win, like just she's great mm. and like came from a big Broadway background and. It's only recently she started being in film. She's great. Like that's that's just really cool. <laughs> and she was prepared. I mean, you get people up there who's yeah. like out of sorts and they're like fumbling around and they had no idea or they didn't write anything down or they try to go through a pre-plan. You know, it's it's tough. Public speaking yeah. is tough, especially that moment, a high pressure moment like that. She got up there and just nailed it. I mean, she yep. had a speech. Totally she, she knew what that. she wanted to say. She got up there and she delivered. <laughs> like it was very good. Yeah. Very good speech. Yeah. Um. That reminds me too, as far as prepared speeches. Okay, now I have to. Was it for Encanto that they had four people get up that that were so rehearsed <laughs> with they each said their little bit, then they each quickly ran through and were like, I want to thank my mom and my kids and my dad, and then they were done and it was perfect. I'm like, <laughs> Everyone did it like one at a time. Was, well. Like one leaned in and was like, "I want to take my mom," and then he quickly he quickly backed out. So the yes. next person goes, "And my mom," and the next person came out, "And my my mom and my dad." You know, it's like, oh, they're like they they're just like it was it was like whack a mole kind of like it was just like the different yeah. heads were popping in, and it was yeah. like choreographed. It was just like, okay, wow, they practiced. You would this. never have to cut any categories ever again if everyone was that efficient. There was oh. another four person, except I'm trying to remember which one it was, where mm-hmm. they cut the mic. I, I feel like when there's four winners, I'm sure they give them like instructions in, in advance to you any gotta uh, pick nominees. One. That's like you have one or t- or two because oftentimes yeah. we'll see two that speak, and it's like I always want to know what goes behind the decisions of like okay, the, the pinnacle of our career, we're about to get the best, the biggest award. Which two don't get to say a word, you know? Yeah. And so that's usually how it is: one or two, uh, and then maybe you get the third or fourth that try to get it in, but they're not supposed to. And we had yep. that always happens, and we got we got that happening where the guy, the third or fourth guy, goes up, and then they, they turn off the mic or the music goes up, and then and then he just he just does this, his head goes down, and everyone <laughs> you could hear in the audience go, oh, like oh, <laughs> doesn't get to say anything, and then they go. turn the mic back on, and he starts to say something, and it's like they cut to commercial, and it's like, oh, that sucks. It really would have been yeah. better if you were just silent in the back. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad though. Oh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, what else for the good? Anything else to, as we wrap up here, I, I've, I've, I've burned through all of my notes for what I've considered good and bad. Oh, I'm trying to think if there are any other good ones. 
feel like we could cover it. Now that we're saying it, I'm like, I, were, were there other good bits? I think we went through all the bits and they were probably I, I think, more bad than good. Well, I would. I mentioned liking some of Amy Schumer's stand-up. I think some of her strongest yeah. stuff was ripping on Sorkin, which I know Aaron will love. Oh, yeah. Um, Aaron, Aaron was way ahead I of this. I actually wrote that stuff for her. Did so. you? Okay, I was going to say. Well, I, I like knew that it, you were yeah. getting studi- like industry work. Uh, writing work. I didn't know it was for Amy Schumer at the Oscars. It yeah. doesn't surprise me. <laughs> from my, note, from all my the notes app to her, to her microphone. It's like, <laughs> is there anyone out there who knew Sorkin wasn't good before everybody else? And it's like, that's Aaron Alvarado. He was West you, Wing man. when he was at his peak and, and, and to everyone else, he was king of the castle. Aaron was like, actually, counterpoint, he's not good at writing. <laughs> what if... Good work. <laughs> what if this man's just a coke addict? Um, which she was um, and uh, anyway uh, she she jokes about the difficulty of, of making a movie about the like something I'm butchering the, the, the bit but about making a movie about the funniest uh, one of the funniest women alive um, and without a single laugh in the movie you know just like how hard that must be um, which is hilarious because the movie is deeply unfunny it is not good yeah, yeah and if it is it, funny it's funny for the wrong not- yeah, definitely not funny. No. Yeah, definitely no. not funny. So there were there were several bits uh, about that that I thought were really funny, especially one where she's like, it's not your fault, Nicole Kidman. You can tell Amy Schumer wants to make sure that like Nicole <laughs> knows it's not you know about her. And then you can see in the background of that shot, it cuts to Nicole after that bit, Ashton Kutcher is trying not to laugh, and he can't. Uh, he breaks and Mila Kunis turns and grabs him as as if to say, and I know, you know, <laughs> I know the look of the spouse that you know, is giving you the like, don't, what are you doing? Like, this is an inappropriate time to laugh. Can Nicole Kidman's sitting right in front of us, you know? And so I love the, that the body language of her trying to stop him from breaking. It, like, I love those. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but yeah. Good. Other than that, um, I, I think that's most of it. Yeah. What do you got? I was just going to add weirdly peppy in memoriam segment, although it was oh. very nice having Bill Murray say something nice about Ivan Reitman. That was lovely. But otherwise it was very upbeat, which felt wrong. I don't know. I didn't hate it. I just, it, yeah. it was a little off. <laughs> well, it was weird. But, yeah. I do like the idea of like celebration of life. Like let's, we're happy about these people's contributions to yeah. cinema. And so let's, Let's not necessarily have a somber tone. So I do like that in theory, but you're yeah. right. The execution was weird. It was, well, because it started a little more solemn and then it picked up and I'm like, okay, <laughs> why did we change tone in the middle of this? So, yeah, it was so weird. Uh, it happened after the slap too. So already things were <laughs> kind of like, you know, I would have loved, I would have loved if someone, if someone mm. oh, just snuck in one more slide. <laughs> that said Will Smith's integrity, you know, like in memoriam, you know, or something to that effect. I feel um, like everything <laughs> everything with his Oscars is like BTS before the slap or ATS after. Oh. Oh. BTS. Yes. Right. They cut to BTS for a segment. They, they did they, cut they, to BTS. I, th- that's when I that's when I was like, oh, they're just doing all they they pulled up a list of what do the kids think are popular on the internet. The youths. Like, what did the youths like? What is the most popular thing amongst the youths? And they just put it in. They just put it in. Yeah. They, really... they were there at the Oscars? No, it was no they did a 
but it was Bill. part of the broadcast. I see, I see, I see. Okay. Right? Yeah. It was in the broadcast, right? It wasn't like a commercial. I was like in the No, movie. I think it was in it. And they said that they liked Disney movies. That was a thing, too. It. I know this is always ABC. It was a lot of Disney stuff. <laughs> it felt like a lot of Disney. <laughs> so, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, there's so. I thought I was all done. And then you brought the in memoriam, and I was like, that was a whole nother can of worms. That was weird. I know. Uh, that's a, there's so much weirdness. Yeah, oh, the <sighs> the seating setup, which has always been a classist affair, and I get that to an to an extent. But it was weird yeah. that they had tables for the first time down below, and then everyone else yeah. really had to sit in the cheap seats. And uh, did they have Jane yeah. Campion up there, or am I misremembering? I felt like she was seated I, in a weird spot. I thought they had her was she pretty at the table? far up there. Oh, yeah, she's somewhere far. Okay, yeah, she wasn't up front anywhere. Which she was a lock yeah. for best director. That was yeah. weird. Yeah, um, but yeah, anytime they cut to like family members that were cheering and they were like in the cheap seats you could really feel it it was tough yes yeah yeah real tough yep um aaron <laughs> i would love to you know your... i'll just say this is this is one of my favorite oscar broadcasts of all time <laughs> even though i didn't watch a minute of it so tell me walk me through your what was your yes, experience what was your experience oscars? like did you I was mean, it when one was it when we started texting what's happening because yes. Shannon and I both started texting and our we have a you know our movies yeah. thread and it was and it was just this um I, what I is going on out of the loop I was uh I can't even remember what I was doing but I was I wasn't even aware the broadcast was on <laughs> like I was vaguely aware that it was happening literally was down actively. the street from where you live but yeah 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 <laughs> I can't remember we were doing something and I was just like not even paying attention at all um oh I know what I was doing I was playing uh, Mario Aces with my nephew he was, oh, he was, yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, so, I, I love that. Yeah, game. my first, uh, like the first thing that made me aware of it was that the video clip that you guys are no, 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 the fact that you said something was happening. Yeah, at the Oscars, and then I searched out the video clip and I saw the slap, and then I was like, oh wow, maybe I should, maybe I should check into this. <laughs> maybe I should check. This seems like a thing people will be talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had I should have counted the number of people. Like every Zoom meeting I had today was like, "And did you see that last night?" I'm like, obviously, uh, yeah. So I woke up to a text, tons of texts. No, yeah. uh, so I can't imagine for you. Wild. You're the Oscar expert, especially. I bet everyone is going to you for your take. Yes. Um, <laughs> Asking if you're Team Chris or Team Will, uh, because everything has to be one or the other. You yeah, you should give them like alternate answers. Like one person, you say, "Oh, yeah. that's terrible that Will Smith did it." Next one says, oh, "That's a, it's amazing that Will Smith did it." This yeah, is. like Tiffany Haddish. You're like, he should have like, gone to jail. Yeah, been executed. Can I be Team Someone? I'll be Team Questlove. This is my response. Yes. <laughs> like there had to be anyone better than not. I wouldn't Diddy really support one. either of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It. Did, I did feel so bad for him that his speech was overshadowed even with chris rock in the background still rolling his eyes and making faces and like reacting to people in the crowd obviously who are like doing like the hurt jaw thing which i felt bad but i will say last year's oscars is when i first saw coda and summer of soul seeing both of them win the oscar was really 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 cool and gratifying i took so i do this yearly thing on my team where in my team recently just switched over so i had an excuse to do it again where i explain the oscars like how the voting works all that stuff or i rant about like who i want to win and they they appease me and let me do it <laughs> every year <laughs> um so last year i had like potential winners 
for this year. This was a whole year ahead. And it was so funny because I had, you know, licorice pizza, soggy bottom at the time, dune, like several that were in the running. And I put a note at the top that said, literally had seen Coda at this point, had had no sort of idea. And then and it won best picture. <laughs> like, isn't, isn't that, that wild? wild? And Summer of Soul also, like already its existence was on my radar didn't didn't think either of them would make it that far so that's pretty incredible well how about we end with this i don't know if you have any answers to this shannon but oh no oscar predictions for next year. for next year <laughs> so oh, i should have written down because i should have known this would come up um martin scorsese's new one killer killer, no. killer of the fire killers of the flower moon Yes, thank you. Um, Another Apple one? Can I'll just say quickly, the fact that Apple beat Netflix. Hilarious. (laughs) Netflix has put so many millions of dollars into trying to win a Best Picture for the last at least four years. Roma, Mank, The Irishman, Power of the Dog. And they had it on lock up until like two weeks ago. It's just wild. (laughs) Um, anyway, I I would say that one's definitely in the running. Oh, see, now I'm going to forget all of the other ones. I think I you're right, like the Killers of the Flower. I mean, that seems to that's got to be the top one. To Oscar. I'm so excited for that one. You've got yeah. De Niro. Uh, you've got yeah. Leo. Um, I'm trying to remember who else is in the cast. It's a, Of course, it's a Scorsese film, so he has the very best people. Um, mm-hmm. But also the subject yeah. matter is super interesting based on, yeah. you know, an actual event in history that was tragic and crazy. Um, and yeah, I'm really, really excited. I'm really excited. Yeah. And should we just call Avatar 2 right now, too? Yeah, so that's going to be best picture <laughs> totally. for sure. I mean, it'll break the box office records, oh. right, for worldwide gross. We already know that. That's what that's kind of Jim Cameron's thing, um, mm. regardless of if the movies are good or not. Uh, he just manages <laughs> to do it. And uh, yeah, it's going to get nominated. Right? I mean, it's going to. Probably. Yeah. It's crazy. Can't say I'm looking forward to that. But anyway. Well, I appreciate you both <laughs> meeting with me to go over these, just the most eventful Oscars. Well, since the wrong best picture was announced, or does this top that? I don't know. Both were crazy. Oh, I, think, I think it tops it. I think it tops it? Okay. Yeah. All right. We have a new winner then. Yeah. Any other parting last thoughts from either of you before we wrap up here? All right. No, we got it all. (laughs) You guys want to talk about the Batman again, or no? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. Yes. Oh, Robert Pattinson, best Batman. Some some nominations for at least technical stuff, but we'll see. Too early. Probably probably got released too early to get any awards. Mm. We'll see. You never know. (laughs) Shannon, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Aaron, I know you didn't watch it. I still appreciate you participating. I watched on. Watch it on YouTube. Perfect. Watch the high. Perfect. Watch the reaction video, actually. Reaction video? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Yes. Oh, wonderful. All right. Well, till next time. You have a good night. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Brave Little Podcast. Hold on to your butts. 